Welcome to Pretty Little Prisons Part 4, where we're going to discuss the fourth confinement arc, which is mental traps. Today, specifically, we're going to discuss the mental trap of more. So, how do we get caught in this trap and how do we get out of it? Right? The human condition is designed toward self-fulfillment. We're willing to take a risk to get a reward. If there's a consequence, we usually don't repeat a behavioral pattern. I see usually because in situations with an addiction, where an addiction has been formed, then those are a little bit harder to break out of. Okay? Well, we'll talk about addiction in another episode because actually more, the, the mental trap of more and the physical trap of addiction when those two are together, when those two get married up, now you've got some really tight prison to break out of mentally. But let's just go back and focus on the concept of more in terms of this being another societal condition or mental trap that we deal with. So obviously the human condition plays into it, but it's also because From the time we start watching television, movies, reading stories, um, what that does, it it plays into that desire for self-fulfillment and it takes it to another level, okay? So the trap of more is that, okay, if I am dating, I need to be in a relationship. If I'm in a relationship, I need to be engaged in the next step. If I'm engaged, I need to get married. If I'm married, then we need to have kids. We need to get a house. So all this, more, 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 more. So that is just a typical templated sort of mental construct of how the mental trap of more gets us roped in. Okay. If I'm here, I need to be there. What am I doing? If I'm not working to get to the next step of more, then who am I? I'm complacent. I'm sitting on the sidelines. You know, we, we get, we go back to the, the self uh, deprecation mode until we can um, come up with a way or a plan, right. To get to the, the next step. So we're either a keeping up with our friends or B keeping up with our own internal understanding or perception that that is where we need to be. And if we're not there, then we're never going to be fulfilled or we can't um, have a, have a happy life. So dial back into happiness, joy coming from within, then absent all of those conditions happening, the more, 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 you can still be happy just where you are. And though it may be an overworked concept in the current um, trending of philosophies, the practice of gratitude does help and it is a good escape hatch to open when you feel yourself caught in the trap of more. Well, why do I need more? Is it because I really truly need more or is it because that's what I think I need to do to finish all the steps in my human cycle or process, right? So... Not everyone is desiring of marital status, obviously, or having children or having family or having homes. So it's, it's really relative to your own personal set of wants and needs. But just pay attention to how that's formed to make sure you're not falling into any unnecessary mental traps that you're later going to have to get yourself out of. Because we all know that the metaphorical prince or princess charming is not going to ride up on a, a white horse or in a carriage 
and save us from ourselves. We all know we kind of have to invent and reinvent until we get it right. And so we finally get to the place where we're like, aha, finally, I'm here. I'm okay. At what point, decide for yourself, at what point am I going to be okay? Am I, am I going to be okay with, you know what, this is enough. If I die today, in this next minute, if I die tomorrow, I'm happy right where I'm at. If I never get that dream home, if I never get that dream car, if I never have that dream relationship, if I ever never have that dream child, can you be happy just being you? That's a big question. Okay. Is it possible? That's going to be up to you. But when you lead with desire, remember when you lead with desire, if you make desire your God, you are always going to be chasing something. And that can get you caught into other traps. And this is where the mental trap of more can lead into addiction. So here's an example of how that plays out where more and addiction get married and it creates a bigger problem. So you decide, I don't like being single. I don't like being alone. I'm going to try dating. I'm going to go out and see if I can meet someone and, and start dating. And it, with the goal of, of having a fulfilling relationship and then having a more fulfilling life for yourself. Fair enough. You've got a positive attention, uh, intention and you've got an action plan. So you go there. You get on the sites. You do whatever it takes to start meeting people and start dating. And in the process, say you meet a person that has a desirable set of characteristics that you're like, you know what? I think this could work. We're going to go to the next step of more, right? And go from dating to being sort of in a one-on-one or one, you know, your person, your special person, more of a, uh, a singular focus in terms of maybe not a categorical relationship. Maybe you haven't changed your statuses on Facebook, but you're certainly spending more time together. And you maybe even have made that decision to be exclusive in terms of, no, I'm not seeing anybody else or I left, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm off the site. Okay. So say you get to that point. But then you realize through the process of dating this person, whether it's three dates, three weeks, three months, something starts eating at you, doesn't feel right. Maybe you realize, you know, the, you're not getting really fully what you need. So then what you've, but, but yet you don't want to give it up. So here's how now you're in the addiction trap. You're like, well, I'm just really addicted to seeing this person, right? I enjoy, it's like a escape from my maybe boring job and otherwise boring life that has nothing going on. So maybe that, you know, maybe that's even presenting, preventing you from exploring hobbies and other things that could be personally rewarding and fulfilling because this is an easy, this is easier. I'll just look forward to going shopping and uh, deciding what I'm going to wear and getting ready for that next event, right? If it's a weekly date night or whatever. And, and it's easy to get, you know, it's a slippery slope. It's easy to get, you know, caught up in that, you know, oh, as long as I, that trap of as long as I have something to look forward to, I'll be fine. And really, it's escapism and addiction and more mentality all tied in together, throwing you in a nice little circle. Because the second that person isn't available, doesn't respond to texts, doesn't keep the weekly date night, decides they found somebody else more interesting, never quit considering other options, where does that leave you? And again, this is all supposition and, you know, circle circumstantial, you know, kind of conjecture, but you get the you get the concept. You then blame 
yourself for setting yourself up for disappointment, right? Well, you can first blame shift. You could say, well, it's that person. I valued them more than they valued me. Well, that's true. That's true. But the problem is, is this is going to keep happening with the next person you meet and the next person you meet and the next person you meet. If you don't identify and admit to yourself that what you're really trapped in is the cause of more, that you're leading with desire. And as long as you are just operating from those two as your two factors as your modus operandi, you are constantly going to be chasing things to make you happy. But if you instead substitute, find things that are self-fulfilling that you can fulfill yourself. Now, when you meet the person, hey, I'm already fulfilled. I'm doing, when they ask you that question, you know, what are you doing? And you talk about your, uh, your, your new art gallery online that you did last week or that book you just wrote or the, that, that thing you just, you know, the, the, your most recent accomplishment because it was something that you'd wanted to do for a long time but been putting off and decided, finally decided to get around. You get the picture. You have to do you first. And then everything else, when you do start to expand out into the world, you're, it, it's not as easy for you to fall into that pretty little prison of pretending you're in something that is going to lead to greater fulfillment. And then when it ultimately doesn't, it's easy to just brush your hands, wash your hands of it and say, oh, I'm done with dating. I'm done with relationships. Maybe it's because it wasn't happening in the right way. So you got to kind of reverse engineer it and look at your true motivations and why this is happening. Is it is a societal conditioning? Is it something you really want? Have you have it crossed everything else off your to-do list in life? Is there really nothing else you can do for yourself to bring yourself self-fulfillment, happiness, and joy? Because if you're looking for it in another person, then as soon as they're not doing that, you're going to be disappointed and resentful and want, you know, start to regress and want to fall out of the relationship. So again, um, this is the way that we can just clearly kind of flag the areas that we don't want to go and habits that we don't want to, you know, commit to, to get ourselves trapped in that pretty little prison of more.